today's episode of that is effing weird we have a special guest on the show we've actually our me myself we sent out a newsletter so all the audience you the members you know so you're so aware of this we've been asking for some interviewees and we got a huge laundry list of people that wanted to come onto the show and gary here our guest was the first one that i noticed when i opened up this newsletter <laughs> um before we get into all of that we'll, we'll introduce the host and then we'll, we'll take we'll bring it over to gary so uh, i'm one of your hosts alex and i'm seth and gary gary's on the show with us i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say what the show what what, what it's all about because i'm gonna let gary do that piece gary why did you come on to the show today uh, to promote the lifestyle and philosophy of the dude, or as we like to call it, dudeism. dudeism. I belong to the church of the Latter-day Dude. I'm the shipping dude, and I help handle all the ordinations for the guy who created it back in 2005, Mr. Oliver Benjamin. Thank you, Gary, for coming on to the show. We have, like I said, we have a lot of questions to ask you. Um <laughs> First out, uh, first off, uh, when we sent off this newsletter and asking people to come on to the show, um, specifically, you had said that you wanted to help promote the the dudeism and everything. So, is yes. that? I, I've been very curious. Is this a legit thought, like religion, and something that you practice? Uh, yes, and uh, it depends on your de definition of religion. Exactly. But we can mm -hmm. argue that we are religion, even though we have no metaphysics or deities. Mm -hmm. We're a non-theistic, non-metaphysical, philosophical society. If you don't, if you feel you need a God to be a religion, then that's what we are. But if, if you consider Buddhism or Taoism religions or Confucianism, then we're as much of a religion as any of those are in their uncorrupted first original drafts before all the magic and weirdness got added to some of them. Okay. Okay. So I'm, I apologize. My, my, my internet froze like halfway through all of that. Do you mind? Ex <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you mind explaining that one more time? Sure. Uh, we're a non-theistic, non-metaphysical religion. It, much in the same way, Buddhism, large portion of Buddhism is non-theistic. Taoism is essentially non-theistic in its early, uncorrupted first drafts. Uh, or Confucianism. I mean, that would be a religious structure that we're more akin to. Mm -hmm. But if you're thinking in Western philosophy terms, we're like Epicurean men, in that we're ethical hedonists or humanist, or, uh, I mean, we, we're... we're a, like in the same neighborhood as okay. humanism, but we're not exactly the same. Um, we're we're basically a mix of say a Taoist, Buddhism, Epicurean, humanism, but with beer and weed. <laughs> so. All right, very nice. All right. Um, one of the questions and like one of the things that you had said in in the post when you reached out to us was that there is. There's over half a million members worldwide, and that there, oh, yeah. that you have roughly, I believe it was eight hundred thousand members on your Facebook page. 
Yes. Is that is that the, an exact number or uh, is no? There they're small. Yeah, we have way. I mean, there's two types of uh, Dudas too. Well, there's many types, but two ends of the spectrum. There's the engaged Dudist like me, who's doing all this Dudism stuff and mm -hmm. promoting religion and such. And then there's like a lifestyle Dudist who just lives as a dude, and they don't get ordained. They don't do much in the community, but they're always there and they're living the dutastic life. But yeah, we have way more than that. We're all over the world. Um, I mean, I get orders going out to Germany, Australia, UK, right here on the desk. And you know, I got a stack of orders oh, right wow. here just from the last couple of days. Oh my gosh. Nice. Yeah, no. Uh, our Facebook pages, there's multiples of them. They're very active. I mean, we have so, the main page that anyone can find, but then there's private communities, and they're in the tens and hundreds of thousands themselves. Is is there are there physical meeting locations like yet? No. Or, okay. No, there's and, no and, actual churches. It it, seem, it would seem kind of weird to us to even have that much of a real it's it's tough to be in the position i am because i'm providing structure to dudism which is resistant to any kind of structure in itself yeah it's 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 an odd yin yang situation yeah we're a church and all this and we do all this paperwork but no that none of that matters at the same time yeah i don't i don't picture the dude waking up on sunday morning and going anywhere no, <laughs> but online we do meet, and that's actually like uh, when people perform weddings. Yeah. One of the big things that uh, attracts a lot of people to us is they become ordained to do weddings. And so there's hundreds, if not thousands, of Dudas weddings happening every year now. I've performed a couple myself. So, wow. So, in, in the eyes of the, of the government, how do they look at the organization? Are you, are you tax exempt or? Like, we don't try for that. That's uh, we're not yeah. doing anything charity like. I mean, we're not we're not Joel's, you know, one of these. Mega, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. we're not into that. You know, we're just. And it's not very. I mean, I'm. A, I'm I wouldn't say I'm making a lot of money over here, and neither is Oliver. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we're just keeping the lights on, keeping it going for everybody yeah. else, and just feeding the monkey as we go. Yeah. But yeah, you know, no. Yeah, we're not going to play that game. I mean, if we if an individual dude sets up a dudist based you know, actual charity. I mean, maybe we'd support that or maybe one of us might get into something like that at some point, but mm -hmm. unless it's actually charity, there's yeah. no real point. I gotcha. We're what? not trying to scam anyone here, you know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever heard of, or has there any, has there ever, has it ever been brought to your attention that like someone almost like what Seth was saying, like, has there been like meetings like in person where you guys, you know, practice. Oh, certainly. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we're also associated with another Lebowski-inspired group. We call them uh, Lebowskiists or Achievers. That they they run the uh, Lebowski Fest. It's a whole other community of fans of the movie. You know, they're mm. they're like movie fans. We're philosophy fans, but okay, we're both based in the same movie, so we get together. A, yeah, I was at one in Louisville a number of years ago, uh, do, uh, Lebowski Fest, and you just—it's just a great uh, time. Yeah, 
I think I saw the docu. There was a documentary on fans that met up and bowled and and did yeah. things like that. Yeah, yeah, that may have even included Oliver Benjamin. I was I managed to stay behind the camera <laughs> at the <laughs> events that I've been to. I've only recently decided to let go of my ninja status. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate it. We're glad to have you on. <laughs> yeah. Um. So so you're so essentially what you're saying is that there's. There are like two main groups of this. You have the ones that actually practice the theory and like the actual like practice yeah, of Judaism. We're, we're Judas priests. Judas priests. And then there's another side of it where people who are almost essentially just like fans of the movie, like following that cult classic movie. Like there's yes. there's two ends. Okay. All right. But we're not the same group. We're just two groups that happen to there's even there's more groups associated with this as well there's then you have the zen peacemakers who were led by bernie glassman who was jeff bridges's zen master who also at the same time were developing he was he wrote that you might have seen the book uh the dude and the zen master i think i just got that wrong but where bernie and jeff got together and wrote a book about Zen Goins and stuff. Oh, yeah. So at the same time that Oliver Benjamin was starting Dudism, there was a group in the States starting a Lebowski Fest, and a Zen master, one of you know the first uh, American Zen masters, was locking into the philosophy of the dude as well. So all three groups, we all kind of coalesced around about two thousand. 10 2015 in that area we all kind of ran into each other and it was like wow. oh you're into you're into the big lebowski we're into the big lebowski <laughs> you're into the dude i'm into the dude what you think it's religion too oh my god <laughs> and yeah, i actually hung out and i interviewed uh bernie glassman and jeff bridges about it years ago and oh wow, that's cool yeah this so I, that was actually one of my questions that i had for you is does Jeff Bridges does Jeff Bridges know about like all of these groups? Oh, yeah, yeah now he knows. Yeah, he th he thinks it's cool. As he, I mean, I met him at a Zen Peacemakers symposium, so we were there to do this whole Zen and Buddhist philo philosophical symposium for peace for the world. So, got a chance to talk through some things, but yeah, he he digs the style. And really it's not cool. like we don't, we do not worship Jeff Bridges. We think he's a far out cool <laughs> dude, you know, but he's, he, you know, our prophets are like, you know, non-profits, you know, he, he, mm. he's, he's a really cool dude, but yeah, he's not a deity or something. Come on. Now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was eating a ham sandwich while I was talking to him. <laughs> so that, that seems like Jeff Bridges. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he, he, he is, he is who you think he is. He's really a really cool guy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's good. That's always, that's always good that when, you know, you meet these people that play these characters and, and they just, they fit it and it's, you know, it's nice oh, yeah. to see that. Oh, yeah, no, he was cool. So, yeah, oh. yeah we're, we're san not sanctioned, but we're, no we're known. That's good. It's, That's really cool. It's crazy, though. I feel like, you know, things try to keep us out of this light, you know. So that's why few people have heard of us. At the same time, millions of people have heard of us. It's weird. Well, so I was actually going to say that, too, is like until I read 
what you had sent to me, I honestly had never heard of any of this before. And like, I, I'm not going to lie. Like I was going to dig deep into it. Cause I like doing research. I like, you know, finding all this, but then I was like, you know what? No, I'm going to, I'm going to let you tell me about it. Cause I, I, I love getting information like this as well. Uh, something I should also disclose to you is I honestly, I have never seen the movie. Oh no. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have wanted to for the longest time. Like, I, I don't know why I haven't. But with all the internet memes out there, are you just messing well, yeah, up. Yeah, they're just <laughs> going Sam, over. Sam Elliott as a cowboy at a bar, and you're just not getting it, man. <laughs> Seth, I will say this though: Seth has seen the movie, so he Many understands. Times. Yes, so he understands it and everything. But I wanted to come. I wanted to come onto the show, fresh, not knowing anything about it, just getting your perspective on on everything. So, um, when you yeah. say like. Judas, dude, Judas Priest, correct, correct, dude, Priest. I love, yeah, I love Judas that. Priest, I love that pun. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess no, I, it's fine. What are some of the, I guess, not rules, but is there like guidelines and things that you you live by, and is there like anything kind of written, or is it just a way yeah. of life? Well, yeah, that's opening up a big can. Of, um, there's several, several books. I've, oh, I've mine. Okay. I just released last year. And I got like three from Oliver, and there's a couple others from other people. So yeah, there's there's a small library of Judas writing right now out there. Uh, rules. We don't like rules so much. You, it's like obscenity. You know it when you see it. You know, sort of thing. But mm. we have suggestions, and we're. As dudists, we're pacifists, you know, but that's still nothing to hide behind. So, yeah. you know, life is complicated. We understand that. I, I, I liken it to a just a pure ethical hedonist philosophy, yeah. where whatever benefits the most, the greatest number of beings, and allows their flourishing while not needlessly harming any. You know, sometimes yeah, yeah. you need to harm things and that's that's rough and sad. But if it's for the greater good, but it has to be needed. You can't just say, well, we'd all be better. We'd all have like 13 more cents if we just killed off these people. Well, that's not <laughs> that doesn't balance out. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we're not we're talking about, you know, guys who want to set off nuclear weapons. Maybe we need to put that guy down. But, you know, <laughs> Uh, yeah. if, if you're just chilling, you know, we should all that. And uh, we're also not into the whole materialism thing. We think yeah. that the rat race is part of the problem with this world where everybody's fighting for 100%, it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Materialism. And it, but at the same time, you can't you can't expect to live with no money and walk around naked and survive in any kind of world ever. So you have to feed the monkey. And well, something something that I've always thought about is just like how far like as like society wise and just like as a human race, how far we could go if that were the case where everyone thought where it's like, hey, I don't need another computer. I don't need another cell phone. The one I work is just fine. You know, like I don't need all this stuff, like how much further we could progress just like as a human race. And almost like what you were saying, too, with like the whole like nuclear bomb thing where it's like, well, we don't necessarily need those like if no one was out to harm each other 
how far we could actually right. go. So it's, I don't know. The world, it sucks that the world isn't that way. And right. but, are you saying well, you disagree with the threat of mutual, mutually assured destruction? Like, <laughs> come on, that's what makes the world go round. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand the thinking. It's just unfortunate. It is very unfortunate. Just, I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah, there's there's a whole lot of unfortunate things in our world, and yeah, we figure if we if people just focus a little more on having a good time and enjoying life instead of accumulating wealth for wealth's sake, or if they thought a little more ethically about their choices and what harm or good they might do, then yeah, we could eventually get to that world that resembles Star Trek. You know, that that's what. Nice. That's what I, I mean, I feel that Dudism is the perfect religion to bring forward into the future, into a Star Trek future. Or maybe if you're into it, a more Orville kind of future yeah, yeah. where, you know, with the beer and the weed, because mm -hmm. yes, celebration, abiding, abiding, all these things, we should be celebrating. We should be having a good time. We should be as close to the bonobos, you know, lakeside eating fruit and having an orgy that that's that's the ideal life i mean these those little monkeys are having the best experience of life possible on this planet and we're over here throwing stones at each other in, in the baltics you know and it's just not mm. cool yeah you know, you know there's there's a there's a couple things uh first up there's not many things i don't want to like I guess you call it organization or just people coming together and organizing. There's very few things around that uh, are like that, that don't really, uh, that don't have like a credo or like a, some kind of a constitution or list of rules. And so I kind of like what you're doing because it's uh, it's like experimental in a way, mm. but um, I, it's also uh, like, okay, so, back like way back in you know in Europe before we kind of went kept going west it it seems like people in the past were more like they they before all the 9 to 5 stuff and the way we kind of distributed labor uh, it was more like people worked farmed uh agriculture and animals and all of this stuff and then once uh once they did that and were done with the season they just kicked back and enjoyed the fruits of their labor and just like chilled until it was like the working season again, just to make right. sure everything ran and you were fed. And, and we get, then yeah. we got into this kind of other side of things. It, and it's fascinating because I've been watching like narcos lately and, uh, I'm watching like Pablo Escobar, like he's already making like $60 million a day and he's, he's running around just like executing everybody including yeah, it's people like how knows. much more do you need yeah it, it gets you can't even point. spend that <laughs> yeah it's like a it's like a strange flaw and is he things. happy no no he's absolutely fucking miserable not. yeah no. absolutely yeah. It, it gets to, uh, it, it gets to where it's like that's a there's a human flaw where we do we we accumulate and and make sure we have all these safety nets but but it keeps going and we call it greed but it's I feel like there should be a different word because we're all kind of susceptible to that. If we don't watch ourselves, like just to constantly we're, accumulate. we're trying to fill our purpose and with a lower rung of the pyramid of needs. Yeah. Instead of going for the self actualization actualization. Be yeah. once you trying to achieve enlightenment, 
in the Zen or even Buddhist sense is about knowing yourself. And once you do that, you can, you can function without needing $60 million a year and murdering people. Yeah. There's, there's a, there's a spot way, way down where you can kind of go, well, you know, I got a good job. I got a comfortable place to live. That's enough. Let me go find my friends and we'll, buy a case of beer and have a good time <laughs> see that what you were just mentioning about like working on the self and like having other goals and aspirations like i i know a bunch of old business guys around me and just my personal life and what's really interesting is like watching them when they hit retirement age and beyond they really don't know what to do with themselves like they, they're constantly thinking of uh more just business ideas or or revenue streams and it's like they're uh antsy and they they've built all these things for themselves and and you you go to their places and it's like wow this is this is not, it's it's like it's like uh uh the place that the other lebowski his house yeah and, the and big the pool lebowski. and everything yeah and and so it's like but they're not like sitting there soaking that in enjoying it they're they're like right. thinking of the next thing and i i don't want to get like that it's when like i'm you, older <laughs> you already got all the good stuff what are you doing man i, I know i don't understand it yeah i mean this is everybody has a certain comfort level you know the happiest people are buddhist monks and they're walking around owning nothing but a, a bathrobe you know yeah mm -hmm. but that's their comfort level we can't all be monks you know right i, I suppose probably we could but it'd be a it wouldn't be quite the same, but so everybody has a certain comfort level. I mean, and you're not evil if you went out, did something good, you know, good work that enriched people. And somehow you turn around and you get a big fat bank account, like you're say it's yeah. Jeff Bridges or somebody like that. That's not evil. I mean, yeah. but you know, then what does he do with it? He likes to spread it around and, you know, entertain people and, help out and he, he helps word charities and he's always volunteering so and he he makes people happy so i mean that's fine that's not the materialism we're talking about it's like it's as if he forgot to be the cool jeff bridges and just tried to fill that bank account right you now but then again you know personally my personal politics i would be like yeah we need a universal basic income Capitalism should be a voluntary sport, not a, yeah. not you know like oh you want to you want to start a business and make cool new furniture go for it you you engage in capitalism maybe you'll make it all right cool. oh I I love this I love this because there's there's so many avenues to go to because for for one I don't like the idea of anyone telling me what to do so it's so it's but I do like the self uh, appointed like charity or things like that. But but at the same time, that's not the majority of human nature. So when you go more like onto uh, a different type of uh, societal style uh, where there's more of a communistic approach, you, you have like forced spreading of of sh sharing and charitable things. And I don't like that either. I don't like either. But I yeah, like the middle ground somewhere. It, yeah, I know. It's almost like we've got to get like the individual has to get to the kind of the point you're talking about to where it's a, it's a, honestly, it's a more enlightened state of living we just, and, and self-awareness. We need less poverty and slightly less wealth 
that that needs we have we have a safety net and nets suck they're full of holes and sometimes they rip and things go through them all the damn time we did an iron floor below this level you fall not you can't you can't end up homeless you can't end up without medical care you can't it's impossible we have an iron floor you will not go down any further below this when she start getting up okay now we need to you're getting too much money we're going to put it back because when wealth is like held and concentrated that's the same thing as like um that's like cancer in your body imagine okay humanity is one body you're a toenail he's part of a heart and they're the lungs imagine if the heart said well i'm the most important i'm keeping all the blood yeah yeah you know, now the brain's starving now the brain's losing you're cutting down your intelligence the brain's starving it's not getting the blood it needs the legs are dying you know you're getting the feet are just gone you're gonna have they're dead they're suffering all because the heart said well i'm more important so i'm keeping all the money and blood are the same thing they need to flow yeah, you know? yeah we need more to flow like around homeostasis in society yeah yeah it's like uh roy rogers was it roy rogers it said um you know if you give money to the poor guy the, in the morning the rich guy will get it by the evening but at least it will pass through the poor man's hands first now we keep just the rich have just started saying ah screw it we'll just take the money instead of letting it go through our hands for us where's the bread and circuses you know we're not getting our bread and circuses yeah and think- we can we can live with a lot of stuff if our lives don't suck and if we have a chance to enjoy our lives okay fine you can be rich <laughs> i don't care yeah. <laughs> i i think there's there there's two there's two issues just with like not not with what you're saying but just like with with humans that i think until we evolve or get past this point it, it's just going to be a continuous it's going to be like this where it's everybody is yeah. different and there is that that greed within humans that once they get something they don't maybe want to let it go and then yeah. there's also there's also that piece where it's like there are some people who are born into a society or a class we've talked about that on this show before where it's like if you're born into something let's just say on the wealthy end of the scale and all you know is people waiting on you you flying in private jets that's what you're used to that's your that's your norm and the worst part is you start to feel you deserve it that that that's the flaw in the human that's the flaw in it it's it's how do you turn a person into an asshole you give them a whole lot of money and after yeah. a short time they feel like they deserved it and mm-hmm. you don't yep yep and the problem is is we spent 250,000 years evolving to survive the stone age and all of a sudden we only had 2 or 3,000 years to get ready for the information age and we're we're just stone age creatures running around with computers and that's not a really good combination well, that's something that we have talked about before on the show too, is like how fast technology moves and how dangerous that can be and how it just like, I think I've told Seth, I don't know, it was maybe like two episodes ago that we recorded where it was like, I we just need to slow down. Like we need to like yeah. just be happy with where we're at, learn from Gosh. it. And like, yeah, I, we, we got nuclear weapons too early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we got a lot too early. Yeah. Internet, internet is is a dying thing now too. Well, yeah, it's, it's gonna... it. We'll, we'll think about that. We'll let's talk about the internet for a second. How it like if you think back in the nineties, how it was just like oh the the World Wide Web. You can watch interviews with newscasters who are just like, what is the internet? And they're trying to figure out what the internet is. And it's it's kind of funny, you know, in a sense because like right. knowing what it is now. But yeah, it's it's crazy. I'm concerned about AI's impact on it. You know, oh, we were just talking about that all last this. night. <laughs> I mean, it's going to get to the point where you just literally it, it answers a question for me though. Why in Star Wars? And obviously, this is there. That's fiction and all that. But when you're looking at it, you're like, why don't they have all this wonderful technology that we have? The internet and all this. What if you can't trust anything you see on the internet? Mm. Because yeah. it could be a deep fake, it could be AI tricking you, it could be every single thing is untrustworthy. You would start to live more like they do in Andor. Mm, you know, yeah. Smaller yeah. technology, you would rely less on on uh what we use the internet for today. But you know, and you would have much more personal connections with people. It would all because you can literally see them. Mm -hmm. And you would probably hate robots too, just like they do. <laughs> So uh, Alex sent a meme uh, not too long ago that was like uh uh thousands of years ago man created AI uh AI became self-aware uh yeah. and uh started destroying humanity and then the like a, there was a coronal mass ejection from the sun that wiped out all the AI and then uh humans started worshiping the sun and then now and then it slowly went back and now we're here. Right. <laughs> it's, just re it's just repeating itself. Oh, yeah. No, that's crazy. It, well, I mean, that's the other thing is Judaism is an absurdist philosophy. I don't know if you're familiar with Albert Camus. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, okay. Uh, he's uh, shortly after World War II became famous as an absurdist philosopher. You, you take ex existentialism to the next step and go, Wait, this is all wonky. This is all this is all impossible to understand. So, what are you gonna do about it? I mean, you can you get like free choices. You gotta commit philosophical suicide, which basically says, okay, adopt whatever philosophy will make you feel good, whatever religion or anything. You know, just accept it. Don't think anymore, because if you think about it, the world is fucked up. You know just being here shouldn't be so that's absurd existence itself is absurd so you get that choice or you could kill yourself because you know life has no meaning <laughs> no purpose fuck it i'm out you know so you could either commit philosophical or physical suicide it's or you can embrace the absurdity of it all and a little existential rigging of your own reason to be alive and go with it you know I mean, it's uh, like Monty the, the two ends of the is, spectrum. Yeah. Monty Python is absurdist comedy. When yeah. you watch Monty Python, <laughs> that's what they're going through. They're, they're, they're kind of honoring Albert Camus and just going with it that, okay, well, it's all shit. So we're going to do this. Or, you know, the song, um, Always Look on the Bright Side of Life. Life's a piece of <laughs> shit when you look at it. So, yeah, that's, <laughs> we're absurdist and Dudism is absurd. I mean, why are you have a religion based on the new well what else are you gonna do 
Well, yeah. well, that's the thing. Like you could you could go down on the two ends of the spectrum and, and go more the dudist route, or you could go down to nihilism, which I hear is exhausting. Oh! Hey, he got it. He got it in there. You took it from me. You took it from me. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. I mean, there's only nihilism, theism, or absurdism, and we're absurdists. We're not going to tell you. We're not going to tell you what the meaning of life is, but we're going to offer some suggestions how to live a life. Yeah, right. I really life. Life could be fun. <laughs> I really like that. I really do, and I think I think I think if more people were to adopt that, and like I think. So what is it? It was, it was, I was talking with my wife um, a few days ago, or you know, we I always have these conversations with her. She's you know she she's very religious in the sense with like uh, Jesus Christ, you know, like she's Baptist, so it's like verbatim whatever the Bible says that is what she believes. And you know, like we we have these really good conversations, and it's um, shit. Where was where was I going with this? It's <laughs> I lost his I, I, thought. Yeah, it was. Oh, what was I going to say? It was, um, oh, it was, so it's, it's the fact that she believes everything that the Bible says and everything like that. And it's, it's one of these things where it's, oh, where the fuck was I going with this? I, I apologize. I, I well, had it okay. and then it, it went, went away. We'll, we'll, we'll snip this part together once you yeah. get your, your bearings. Yeah. Um, I can't remember. What was it? We were talking about, uh, Dudism, then the other spectrum, nihilism, and then all of these, and then uh, you and your wife having conversations about uh, b- basically theology. I, I know, and I, I can't remember where I was going with it. Fuck, you know, I, it, we'll, we'll scrap this piece and we'll, we'll just go on to the, the next, the next. <laughs> yeah. So for for you, Gary, what what makes this group and what makes being a part of this so special for you? Like, what what parts of it are like, you know? Why, why is this, I guess, what you, you find to be right for you? Well, I mean, the simple, shallowest answer is I like beer and philosophy. So <laughs> they got together. Uh, but yeah, no, I spent a, a fair amount of time trying to answer the big questions in life. You know, I, I always was interested in philosophy as a young man, a troubled young youth. I ended up in a war zone at Desert Storm, trying to think about, okay, this is a lot of religiosity in this zone. You know, I'm in Saudi Arabia. I'm a Christian living with Muslims. And, you know, and then there's all this discussion we'd have in the, in the tents. So I, that's when I started to really question my faith at the time. And I just kept trying to prove things to myself and going, wait, I can't prove that. That's not provable. Okay, move on. And I, hmm. my, <clears throat> my faith receded further and further. So then I was like, okay, well, now what? And I thought I discovered something philosophical. Turns out I just rethought up nihilism. And so then I was in, sitting there as a nihilist. Going, well, this ain't right either. So I started to try and find something that would make that would make sense, you know, that doesn't break the laws of physics, doesn't go against human nature. And so I just kept searching and searching and uh, I touched for five minutes on Jediism. I'm like, okay, but then they were too weird. And I'm like, okay, all right, no, you guys are just a little too far and then i i just stumbled on 
on the dude thing and i'm like really huh and so you got nothing to say about the afterlife no we don't know man i don't know <laughs> what happens after you die i don't know <laughs> okay cool <laughs> so what's it all about i don't know have a joint let's talk about it okay so, so it was like talking the to honesty that that attracted you yeah it's very straight up honest and it's not i wouldn't say dudism is atheistic we're yeah. non-theistic which is different we're not saying there is no god if you ask me is there or isn't there any god or gods i'm like i don't know but it doesn't seem like it i mean i can't find a place where i can prove that that's a god or just natural happenings i mean okay. maybe there are i mean this maybe this infinite universe some part of it as a whole you know deity setup just like you know in dungeons of dragons and they got like you know liches and stuff you know somewhere way out there where we can't even see or what if mm -hmm. you know gods are just you know another type of being that has a more access to quantum mechanics and we confuse them but they're still subject to their own laws of some strange physics you know so i don't know but so you could be a you could be a christian dudist a muslim dudist a buddhist dudist we do have them people do commingle dudism because it's more of a practice you know yeah you know i practice the lifestyle of the dude i'm also promote the philosophy of the dude as a religion in the sense that human beings are already attuned to having religion for the sense of community and shared values you know you share some rituals you share some holidays you share values and you share that with a large community and that's what dudism really provides for a lot of people I'm, it's our community that really makes it once you start falling in with the other groups you know on facebook or something the support they offer each other i mean i'll hang out with dudists all day every day you know they're just they're all kind generous and real you know so yeah i love the community so that's why it's really important to me to grow that community now do i think we could get the whole world to be dudists no we don't need the whole world to do, be dudists we only need about a certain percentage to balance out you know we're the beach bums that everybody was going to get wisdom from you know we're just kind of making it more like well he used to be a lone beach bum but now he's a dudist priest so he has the support of the church of dudism when he wants to perform a wedding or you know he can point to some books you know but yeah. the world needs that beach bum who just spends time studying life and sharing his observations with the busy people who are trying to run through this rat race i really like that i really like that that's i feel like in a nutshell you just broke everything down and like into one perfect little like bubble right there that's perfect and actually yeah. i want to thank you too because that actually brought my started the gears moving i remember what i was gonna say and everything so we're not gonna cut that last okay. piece out because now it flows <laughs> so like yes having conversations with my wife and just we talk about religion and just how seeing stuff like how most religions it is like it is a good versus evil type thing like if you look at um most stories and in, in just like different religions you, there, there's those aspects of it and i think something that's really cool about like the dudism is the fact that there 
it's more of like that philosophy thinking where it is the it's you don't know if there is a higher being or not there could be you're not saying that there is a there isn't but it's there it's it's a way of life and i i think i almost like that more in a sense because like almost like what you're saying too is like you do have morals you do have values you do have there's that community and i think that's one of the biggest things like the biggest attractions of like religion and like church is is like on those sundays everyone comes together you know they sing they learn like they get a story and then maybe afterwards there's those potlucks and everything yeah. so but there's I mean, it seems like there's no difference with the dudism it seems like that is what happens yeah essentially it's just uh we're so far spread out i mean yeah we got about a million dudists but there or more you know we got I think it was like 700,000 ordained dudists the last time I looked wow. at the numbers. Wow. But we're spread out all the way around the globe. <laughs> so, I mean, right now, the only place I'm not seeing orders from is Russia. And so, <laughs> I mean, I just got one from China. They're very slow a couple of months ago, but I haven't seen an order from Russia in three years. I'm surprised. So that's, I know that's a their... very closed society. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, they're firewall that, not much it's things don't get in and out the same but other than that everywhere it's it's crazy nigeria i mean you you name it wow that's that is crazy i'm i see i've heard like little things here and there but i did not understand the the scope of of dudism until now like (laughs) and as, as uh society gets more secular we're stationed to take on more of the like particularly the wedding officiant role efficient yeah. role because i i mean that's why i wrote my book originally yeah. i started as like a oh geez all these dudes are asking how to do weddings well let me look it up and put together <laughs> a thing but i'm like well now i got this like you know 12 page document i mean i should do something with it i gotta wrap it in a whole lot more pages so i had to write a whole book to wrap it in but yeah, so that's why my book started was, you know, it's a, the incomplete dude here. Let me grab it for a second. <laughs> the incomplete dude is priest handbook. It, <laughs> that's so, awesome. It, it's, it, I put down my whole philosophy of dudeism and like a whole bunch of stuff, you know, and then some life skills stuff, you know, you never know when you're going to need to clean a pea stain out of your rug or let's say, or dig a latrine. <laughs> Or <laughs> avoiding and surviving bear a bear encounter. This is my favorite section. It took me the longest to write. I wrote that a whole thing awesome. about how to survive. Yeah. And lastly, finding a D&D game, which is my bowling. You know, my personal form of bowling is Dungeons yeah. and Dragons. Nice. Yeah. Now, is that book available online for, like, purchase? Or do you, like, do you send it yeah, to anyone it's... who just wants a copy? Or... It's in it's in Amazon. It's on Amazon. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. If you can if you can actually we'll we'll I'll look for it and I'm gonna put it in the description of the show and like you as the audience members if you want to check it out. I'm definitely gonna yeah. like, I'm looking I'm gonna look into it. I, I hope it helps people in a way, you know, like a little philosophy, yeah. a little fun, and like if you are gonna do any Dudist ceremonies, I covered everything I tried. You know, mm-hmm. you know really to cool. prepare people because they're spreading out. I just we're putting out our first uh, baptism certificate for sale in like the next few days because wow. someone asked for one. Really? Yeah. 
So that's really cool. Now we as get far to as like fill all the priestly duties without the celibacy <laughs> or hiding our drinking. I mean, it's great. <laughs> when when uh kind of getting back to like the like how every like there's it this is like touching like every corner of the earth. How is like the recruiting and like is that something that like you guys openly try to do or is that just like people somehow find you and that's how people join? Yeah, people find us word of mouth. I mean, we do not proselytize. Uh, okay. We're not out trying to convert people. We do advertise. Proselytize mm -hmm. and advertise aren't exactly the same thing. You go, hey, I got candy versus, hey, <laughs> eat this freaking candy. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. We're over here, hey, you know, we got weed and beer or philosophy <laughs> if you want it. The, the dude is not uh, dogmatic. <laughs> no. Uh, there, there, we don't have rules, but it's similar to a bowling lane. There are gutters and there are mm -hmm. pins. You know, you're trying to hit the, you're trying to make it all the way to the pins, and end with a big old strike, like woohoo, without falling off into the gutters. So you know, we don't say you can't do this or that, but you know, if you do that, you might fall into the gutter. Yeah. You, you get that right? You, you you might be out of the lane. You're gonna be screwed. So yeah. there are is the, are there the, are things you're living for and there are things to avoid, but straight hard rules about what those are, yeah, are difficult. You can't pick, you can't say you can never do that because you might need to at some point. So who knows? Yeah. Are the Cohen brothers aware of all this? Uh yeah, they don't comment at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really? And we don't bother them. We don't bother them. And you know that I put in my book, whether by design or happenstance, they wrote this movie that transformed everything. And yeah. we thank them, but we're not going to bug them about it. Like, oh, Joel, right, right. Ethan, tell us. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Not going to happen. Like, man, that really woke up an idea because it's not really about the movie or Jeff or any of that. It's about what they reminded us of. It's an ancient philosophy. 2500 years old epicurus and lao Tzu and confucius and all these guys were out there already doing it you know you could even take uh the big jc guy and if you look at jesus through a non-theistic lens he was a pretty cool hippie so and yeah. we'd be like driving with a lot of the shit he said on mount on the mount and all that i mean so mm. we're not we're very much not against other people or their religions. We don't, I made a whole video that we're not out here to mock anyone's religion or poke fun of it. We're not the flying spaghetti monster. We're not the sub genius. We're an old ancient philosophy repackaged for the modern age and with a lot of fun and some good ethical hedonism to enjoy. Yeah. What, what is like, when when people like i don't know if like anyone has asked you or like when you tell people that like this is what you believe and everything like that do you ever get any like weird looks or do like is anyone ever like scratching their head or anything like that or like when you explain oh, it to a little them, bit are they a little, a little bit yeah sometimes most people get it most especially you know if i'm running into you in a social situation you're probably in the same kind of zone as me so you jive like my wife works for some, you know, liberal elite college and I get to hang out with professors every once in a while. And 
they don't stray too far from where I'm at anyways, or I don't stray too far from where they're at. I don't know how you want to put it, but yeah. so yeah, I go, yeah, it's a, this, this, and this, it's an ethical hedonistic absurdism. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's based on the dude. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of what I get is space on the dude. I love the dude. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love the fucking dude? I mean, and if you don't, yeah. That's a big red flag. You don't like right. the dude from Jeff Bridges from the, oh my. <laughs> Is your hero the Big Lebowski or the sheriff from Malibu? This is Malibu sheriff yeah, guy. Yeah, he, You're going to watch he, out he, for me. came man. to mind, yeah. When was the first time you saw the movie? Was it already out a little while or did you see it in theaters? No, I saw it on videotape like when it first came out in Blockbuster way back in the day. And yeah, I was yeah. sitting there, you know, I'm like, were they following me around? I mean, for one thing, you probably didn't notice the hair. And uh, far out. I literally had crashed my car into a dumpster at least twice at the time. You know, uh, trying Alex to put out a burning roach uh, in my lap was like something I would do. I, I, my wife, he was was even looking at me like, looking back and forth at, at the way he was behaving and me, and I'm like, I didn't do it. <laughs> i gotta watch the movie i after this i i told my i told my wife I'm, we're gonna watch the movie so i will get everything that you guys are saying <laughs> oh yeah uh, no it's, it's a great movie i mean most people watch it like five six times just because you keep finding things there's little gems oh, yeah. hit the cohen brother i mean even if you're just a movie fan the cohen brothers really mm. put something interesting together and the whole premise I'm trying to catch, I'd like to get into fiction right now, and I'm trying to catch that big, little adventure. It's just an itty-bitty adventure he goes on, but it feels so big. But it's really, when you think about it, nothing happens. Yeah, it's Almost like a modern Greek. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's not Romeo and Juliet. It's like the first five minutes of Romeo and Juliet, and it's over. Okay, that's it. We had, <laughs> yeah, they, they met at a party. It's over. Go home. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh the um interest it's uh like the, i think for me the big lebowski and the shining are two films that i can watch over and over and over and over and for some reason i don't get tired of them and the replay of value is very much oh, yeah. there yeah you figure i've seen it like a dozen times in one sitting at a festival and here i am <laughs> flipping through channels and i'll still stop on and go oh okay cool <laughs> light a joint <laughs> Well, I'm like, why am I watching this again? I know all the words. I don't know. Can <laughs> you get me a beer? I feel, I feel like the the quest for the rug. There's so many uh, things you can tie and associate with it. It's it's uh, it, it really is like a modern like Greek epic or something, guised in like uh, California in the nine early nineties. Oh yeah, no, I mean. People, people analyze and dissect that movie so much, so many times. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got books being written, and they never even heard of Dudaism, but they're writing books like, "Oh, how Lebowski changed my life." Like, we're over here. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> really? I mean, I just read an article in Screen Rant, and they're talking about how the dude abides. I'm like, you could have just asked us. I mean, we got a whole freaking book about abiding. We got a whole abide guide. Come on. Yeah. So, well, so yeah. Gary, I guess, I guess for our audience members, I think some of them are probably chomping at the bit to know this piece. How do you become a member? 
Because I think you uh, even mentioned that, like, you got the stacks of paper behind you. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, just find dudism.com. D-U-D-E-I-S-M.com. And that'll take you to our main site. Or you could even just Google anything associated. Google dudism. You'll find, like, you know, YouTube channels and Facebook pages, uh, Reddit, <laughs> Reddit, uh, what our whatever our dudism you know yeah. you'll find stuff on discord we're all there's dudists everywhere i can't keep track of them anymore they're just <laughs> there's so many of them i pop in every once in a while and like but i only get like about you know a couple of days before someone goes hey wait is this gary and i'm like yes hi <laughs> how you doing i'm like the shipping dude if you ever write to dudism i've written to you i got you know <laughs> people tag me on Facebook when they need like the rules lawyer for how to order or, you know, weddings or something like that. They're like, Oh, Gary knows. So, <laughs> I'm like, it's very weird to walk into a Facebook room or something and everybody knows your name and you've never met any of them. I'm like, well, I mean, Who are I, mean you people? A, I mean, that's a pretty that I mean, that's a good thing. That must be a good feeling though, that like everyone, you know, looking for you for that guidance in in a sense where it's like, but I'm looking at you. I I know in a weird, I know it's, it's a weird kind of like thing where it's like, you're trying to live by like, you know, there is no like leader. There is no like that structure, but people are looking to you for that guidance. And as like that, like quote unquote leader, you know, as as so. Yeah. It's, it's a little weird. The whole lot of trying to hold, you know, it's yin and yang. You gotta be able to hold yes and no in the same hand. Yeah. and just be okay with it uh, so I, I, that's life I lo- though I, I love how um the dude is so checked out to where uh he rent is completely not on his mind but he has he has the presence to go to his landlord's uh performance weird performance art piece right very supportive <laughs> that, yeah yeah it's a <laughs> Yeah, it just melds perfectly with everything we've been talking about. Oh, money, right. I got to deal with that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, but you're having a party? I'll be there. (laughs) Oh, Oh, right, money. (laughs) That thing. Seth, did you you have any other questions before before we wrap up? I mean, that pretty much covers it. It, it, The... He 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 said what I, I mean. I'm definitely gonna look look all of this up now. Um, no, I mean <laughs> everything that you said. It pretty much covered what I had. Uh, I mean, I could talk about the movie all day, but you know, right? Well, uh, yeah. This we got a couple hundred thousand people to join with. Yeah, <laughs> they could just yeah. go with it. And yeah. we even have Walterians. There's there's one last little edge to this whole thing. Walterians. They think they're doing this. They want to be dudists, but they're actually more like Walter in the movie. Oh, whoa. They're your libertarian types. Yeah. Because there's a libertarian element to dudism, so it attracts them. But they're, they have Walter's aggressive nature. We love them. They're our Walters. And they come <laughs> by, but that we create, we've actually created spaces for them. Like uh, I, I helped create Dudocracy in the Dudist Lounge. Which are because you know you go to Dudism, the most of the main pages are they're highly moderated because we get a lot of crazy people show up every once in a while. Yeah, but yeah. 
if you want to talk politics, we got dudocracy. It's like a it's a free for all. It's it's a boxing <laughs> ring. Oh, so it's in. like oh they're like a satellite of you almost. Uh, yeah. I, I, so they are they just way more black and white. Like yeah, about... they, they end up more about like that. Yeah. And yeah. So we have a whole place where everybody can yell and scream at each other about stuff, and but it still still has that dudist element. Like you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> You know I love you, but you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> All right, let's go. <laughs> and that's how, you know that's how we deal with shit. You know, okay, yeah, you're being a fucking asshole, but I still love you. You know, whatever. That that see, like if if that's how the whole world was, that would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we got them, and and then the dudeism lounge where people who have less than. Uh, uh, their sense of humor is less than decor has less decorum. We can let them go there. You know, all the vagina jokes, <laughs> Jesus. If I see another fucking vagina joke, okay. I mean, that's literally, I, I used to be one of the moderators. I still am technically, but I gave up that work for a while because if I see one more vagina joke, Oh my God. <laughs> they just oh. think we got people just clicking delete 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 on these things all day sometimes penis um, johnson or rod yeah johnson yeah, oh not another one There's, yes we let we let the good ones run once and that's it okay you yeah, see yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> well hey gary i i just want to thank you again so much for coming onto the show if there's there's anything that you can leave our audience members with, if there's any like last little message, anything like that for them that you want to, you know, just tell them what, what would it be? Well, you know, strikes and gutters, but the dude abides and that's how to be, man. All right. All right. All right. Well, Gary, thank, thank you, Gary, for coming on to the show. We really appreciate right. it. Uh, it as far great. as the audience member goes, Gary, we're going to get, probably get all your information as far as like these websites, your, facebook yes, everything yes. like that so if you if you enjoyed it anything that you listen to we're gonna have plenty of information to get you to to gary and and to dudism awesome well gary thank you for coming on the show no problem man thanks thanks again yep thank you